Welcome to the J Train Podcast. I'm J Train Jeffrey coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. That's right. Every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This, this is a user-driven show. It doesn't happen without you. You are the, the, the coal in the J Train engine that makes it go. You send in the emails. You listen to the show. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. And you make it happen. So thank you. And I want you to keep doing that. This is, this is a thank you and a call to arms. Because right now, if I was listening and someone was thanking me for something I haven't done yet, I'd be like, I'd be embarrassed. So let's so get on your horse, people. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. Let them know. And and listen, there's no the everyone needs a podcast. This is this is an underrated thing. And I know you have a friend out there that's like, I'm not a podcast person. Yeah, let them be fucking miserable. That's okay. But people need the ability to put their brain on the shelf, let two other idiots take the wheel. My guest and I, I say in the most loving way, we're, we're two idiots that, you know, you're an idiot too. You're, you're in control of your brain 23 hours of the day. Give us an hour to fuck <laughs> around in there. And that's the beauty of a podcast. So let people know and send in your emails. Um, I got plenty of luxury lounge emails for the Thursday show. Um, but I, 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 listen, people are loving the lounge, but I, let, let's, let's get it back to the OG. Let's start sending in our dating and lifestyle advice questions here. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And, and remember, we have a length, you know, issue here. I know everyone wants to tell their story and you want to light a candle. And sometimes, you know, just writing the email is, is therapeutic for you, but we have a show to put on. So take your fingers and, Take your thumb and your pointer finger and make the corner of a box. That's how big. And go as big as you can with your thumb and your pointer finger. See that? See that little corner you made? That's as big as the email should be. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send in your emails. We love a screenshot email. If you got a screenshot, we love seeing how it plays out. I'm very excited. Um, Today's guest. Oh, also, people, I'm on the road. Uh, On the road again. I'm telling funnies on the road again. I'm coming to your town. I don't care how shitty it is. I'll come to your McDonald's and eat late night. I'm coming to your town. Okay. So um, if you're listening right now, I was just in San Francisco. So thank you, the San Francisco people. Coming to Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake City, Kansas City, Missouri, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Tampa, 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 just added. Ring that bell. Ding, 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 ding. Tampa, I'm coming to you, you crazy animals. Nashville, Dayton, Albany. JaredFree.com for tickies. JaredFree.com for the tickies. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, hilarious comic, co-host of the Guys We Fucked podcast, and has a new special called Our Special Day. It's on YouTube for you to watch right now. Corinne Fisher, thank you for coming on. Hello, thank you for having me. I got so nervous when you were telling your listeners that everyone needs a podcast because I first interpreted it as everyone should have their own podcast. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, please don't tell them that. No, everyone should. Let me me rephrase that. You're right. Uh, Listen, that was not... 
me inviting you to tell your story on the airwaves. Many people should be listeners and not, I mean, many people with podcasts should be li- listeners, right? That's true. That That is also <laughs> true. Yeah. So I know, listen, everyone, but you know this, you know how, you know, uh, super successful podcast guys, we fucked like, you know, people, when, when, when you hear the reasons and how you spend, how people spend their day with a podcast, you start to understand it even more, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like anytime, like I don't listen to guys we fuck very frequently. I've listened to in over 400 episodes, maybe like 10. But when I do oh, listen I, to it. Oh, let me, don't get me wrong. I'm not listening to this bullshit. <laughs> no, but I like, I, like it. <laughs> I listen to it. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like I, like, yeah. I, I don't need to listen to it because I lived it, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I get it. I have, I have a favorite podcast myself. So yeah, everyone does need a podcast. I uh, listen. I am a listener. I I I have a library. I know how it fits into my day. I know how certain ones put me to sleep. Some some of them wake me up. Some of them I yeah. listen to, and I'm like, I've had enough. I got to take some time away from it. So I understand if someone's like, I'm sick of Jared Free. I'm not. You know, I get the like. Sometimes people were like, I, you know, I used to listen, and then they like the more they explain how they used to listen, the more insulting it gets. It's like, yeah, no, yes. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> like I totally understand popping in and out to the party that I'm throwing. Yes, yes, yeah. I love when people are like, "Yeah, I'm just like I can't put my finger on it, but I'm just like not feeling it anymore." It's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't okay. need to know that. You know? <laughs> just, yeah, it's like it's like when someone like describes my body to me. It's like, just stop at you think I look okay. <laughs> You know, like I, I, I'm okay with this. Well, listen, I want everyone. The special is great. You, it's on YouTube right now, which is like, which makes it even better. Like someone right now, just like a podcast. You can you have this piece, this art piece that Corinne and Christina have put out just waiting for you for when you need it. And you taped it in my home state of Massachusetts. Why why Salem, Massachusetts? I know Salem. I mean, everyone knows Salem because, you know, the, the witches and, you know, it has that kind of like background. But like we would take like. I think I've been to Salem once. You know, we go around really? Halloween. Yeah. Like, I, 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 it wasn't like a yearly tradition that we go to Salem, but I, I like, you know, I knew I lived, you know, my, I think we went once growing up, but that was it. What, what made you tape? Because people have to know, and I, I'll shut up in a second, but people have to no, know when okay. you go to, when you go to tape a special, it's like, okay, where's the audience gonna be hot? You know, I want like, I, and it's like, not many people are like, we're gonna go to the town of witches. Like, I, I, I what may, <laughs> What was the Well, impetus? yes, we did ask like when the when the audience is going to be hot, but more importantly, like Salem is only, you know, an, an hour or so drive from Boston and Boston one of the hottest audiences in my yes. opinion. But when I started thinking and so I did start the thought process that way. So when I started thinking of Boston though, I was like, "Wait, I was like Salem is so close." And I think the other part of the puzzle is that it has to be a city that in some way is meaningful to the comic. Mm. Um and Salem is very meaningful it's it's probably my favorite city in america um and more specifically than that especially when it's me and christina doing a special together um you know not necessarily under the guise we fucked umbrella but obviously when people see us together if they think anything that's what they're gonna think um and so it's a really it, it was an important place historically for women and so i think that and i couldn't believe that no one hadn't had done a 
hadn't done a special there before. There's also so much kitsch and history and fun there. Um, and it's a city that really lends itself to something special as the special suggests. I, uh, and I, I don't know. It also has like kind of like as a Gilmore Girls fan, it has a little bit of that Stars Hollow vibe, that small town, the art culture. Like there's a lot of things I love about Salem and it did not disappoint. So I love everything you're saying because yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. Like the the kitsch, that that word speaks to me. And it does fit you too. Like, I, yep. I don't, I, you know, it fits you too as like a, it, I just thought it was such a, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like Hartford. And I'm like, I don't know who listens to this thing in Hartford. You know, yeah. like, hopefully people show up. I would be nerd. But when you say it's an hour outside of Boston, like, you could make a fun trip out of that. Like, yeah, we're going to go and like dress in our Salem. You know, we'll we'll put on the you know the darker ma- shades of makeup, the the brown yeah. nail polish instead of you know we we live a fall vibe. Like I, I I and and you're right because I have watched specials where the person has no connection to the town. Yeah, and, and you're like, this is like I don't know. It, it it doesn't feel like it grew from the ground, which I I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, and our, our previous tour um, was called, uh, or a, t- a tour we did previously was called the Bridget Bishop Tour. Um, and Bridget Bishop was the first uh, woman killed during the Salem Witch Trials. So that was another connection to it. Like we had been kind of do- doing, uh, paying our respects to people from Salem for a long time before. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I just knew like Boston, we sell tickets really well. And I had been in Salem just for pleasure for my birthday and I was recognized. So I knew I was like, we're not far from like that town is not a hub for guys. We fucked, but I was like, we're not far from where it is. And we ended up selling out those shows faster than we sold out anything. And I think in our entire career, I mean, yes, it was a smaller movie theater than we're usually uh, playing with our club venues, but like within hours. No, but that's, that's like a fun, I think that makes the special like even more interesting to watch. And like, you know, nobody, I've never heard of doing a show in Salem. I'll be in Salem this weekend. Like I've never heard. So it spoke to me. So I, I think everyone should go watch it. It's on YouTube right now. It's hilarious. They have, uh, they start it with, you know, talking with the audience. There's audience questions. There's a podcast element to it. There's stand up. You guys are going to get everything you want. And we had Christine on last week. So this is, a, a back-to-back guys we fuck special here on the J Train podcast. So everyone Thank go follow. You. Of course, everyone go follow Corinne at Philanthropy Gal on Instagram. Guys we fucked. It's on their YouTube page right now. Our special day. Are you ready to do some emails, Corinne? I am always ready to do some emails. Let's do it. Okay, J Train podcast. What the fuck does small talk mean? What do guys mean when they say they don't like small talk? Okay, Corinne, you're dating someone younger now. A lot younger, yeah. How old are they? They're 24, I'm 36. I mean, how is that going? I mean, I can't see that for myself at all. That's so funny. But what works for me, it doesn't matter. That young, yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm saying it wouldn't. Who cares about what I think? I mean, or for me, for the, is it working for you? Yeah, no, don't worry. Uh, I talk about it in my stand up, and the, the look in the audience's face tells me everything I need to know. So <laughs> do not worry about that. Um, yeah, honestly, I I have a like a much more open approach to dating than I think I did when I was younger um, because. 
I don't, ha- I don't, I'm not dating with an end goal, you know, mm. anymore. I think I was not that I was ever really looking to get married, but I think I always thought like, I have to have the one. And now I'm more, much more concentrating on like, I need to have a good time. And like, my career is the thing I really care about that has a lot of goals in it. And mm-hmm. I can't have everything in my life be so goal oriented. It's like an unhealthy way to live. Um, and so I'm focusing more on like fun, having good experiences with people I like. And I have, I, I usually date older guys, like 10, 15 years older. Um, I honestly would love to date people my age, but a lot of people who are my age specifically want to get married and have kids. Um, and the kids is a hard no for me. And the marriage is like, meh. I'd have yeah. to really like be into it. So it's just like a safer zone. And I wasn't honestly like I wasn't finding a lot of older guys who were super motivated and that's something really important to me so when the gentleman who was 24 asked me out I was like okay and also you know my dad had just died so I was probably feeling pretty vulnerable (laughs) full disclosure but uh, well I I like that you describing a partner in the way people like talk about like a car that they need for their life you're like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like fun. <laughs> yeah i need something fun sporty um i don't really need to do long hauls um yeah. <laughs> you know like i want something you know like and, and it is interesting that like the motivation factor like the the you know i i've dated younger i guess the difference for me has always been they're they're definitely i i think i hear you on the timing thing like you know it's fun time and nothing matters and we're all going to be billionaires one day and everyone's <laughs> dreams are going to come true. Yeah. The, the thing I've noticed, I don't know, do you notice that the social, the like, the awareness of social stuff is so much different when I date younger? Like I, like I, I've, mm. I've been with, like I'm 37. I date someone, I, you know, if I date someone who's 27, I, even then I can notice that they're just like, they're like even the way they talk about like um like judgment of sexual stuff they're like if that's your thing like 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 i i I went on a date with someone they were like you know like someone the the topics of open relationships came up of some sort they're like and and you could tell like they were already like pre-treated for the discussion like they were just like yeah Mm -hmm. if that's something you're you're into like they they almost talked like a podcast host would you know like they were like really (laughs) (laughs) they were aware of like i don't know i i had that feel do you have that with men that are younger or are they just still this what you're describing is in part both of our faults so yeah right <laughs> uh, i think we're doing that um yeah i was actually the number the the reason i felt comfortable because at first like the first question i asked the 24 year old when i he asked me out i was just like do you know how old i am that's literally what i responded with first mm. um because i just wanted to make sure that he was fully aware like what he was getting into not that there's anything bad about being old but i think like if you are dating in a more goal oriented way i guess at 24 it doesn't matter so much but like you need to know what what you're working with uh and he thought i was like he didn't think i was like super younger but he thought i was like 31 32 and i think there's a big difference between 31 and, and 36 um 
And so, but yeah, he's very emotionally intelligent. And I think that like is a great asset in relationships that um, no shade, but I'm just not, you don't find with people uh, my age and older as far as men. I mean, of course there are certain men who have worked on themselves in therapy or, or maybe in the arts and kind of, you know, are doing stand up every night that is mm -hmm. picking into what their problems are. But the average heterosexual man of, you know, the 35 to 50 age range, which was like my prime dating pool, they just had not done that work. And also, for the most part, weren't willing to. So the emotional this... intelligence was like blew me away. Think like things, conversations about like being open, like not open as far as the relationship, just open, yeah. vulnerable conversations that he was willing to have um, were really blew me away. And yes, he definitely was open to talking about like open relationships and stuff not that it's anything we've discussed yet we're still too new but uh i did find that although he hadn't been to a strip club yet which i found was really weird like we were on our way to a really? strip club and in the uber i found out he had not been to one so i popped his strip club cherry which was exciting well, that and it has to feel somewhat empowering you're you're holding his hand into this place that he's never seen that you know he's gonna love like <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i describe it you know really creepily in my stand-up as taking a kid to disney world for the first love it. time love but it but that's how i felt you know i i um, love it i i you know you said that the emotional intelligence that's why i always my i always have been i've been saying this for years the bachelor should be casting men of that age because that would be more fun to dissect like yeah. like 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 I I was thinking the other day I was like Aaron Rodgers you know the the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers he's like been in the news a lot for be, for like very blowhardy statements and I'm like he would be the best bachelor because we could make fun of him and watch his dynamic like right. like we could watch you know, that's a psychology thing to watch on screen. Like, I, I want to see, like, I have, I'm I, like, when they do The Bachelor, it's always, like, women in their early 20s. And it's, like, that's a very, like, tough age to be on camera, I think, for women. I think the, yeah. equally, the equally tough age for men would be late 50s. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're they so would right. look as ridiculous, you know? Like, I... But um, all right, let's get into the emails. You ready? Because I, I want to make sh make sure we get to these. Uh, hey, Jared and esteemed guests, had an unpleasant experience with a hinge match that threw me for a loop and would love an unbiased take. I recently matched with a guy on Hinge. For the most part, his pictures and profile seem normal. In one of his prompts, what if I told you that? His response was, I don't like small talk. In the okay. moment, I didn't think anything weird about it, just that he might take, uh, might want to take make a date quickly versus texting for an extended period of time, which I prefer anyways. This is interesting because there's a there's a middle ground here, <laughs> you know, like it's like, yeah, you know, what she's saying is correct, but no texting is also not correct to me. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have to get a feel a little bit of a feel for someone's personality. Absolutely. We started chatting on the app, exchanged numbers, and made a date pretty quickly for that evening as we were both free. Upon making – and I actually think that's normal. Talking on the app and making a date that night, fine. That can that can happen in a world. Okay. Up upon making the date, the conversation continued. See below. So I, she didn't send screenshots or else we would have done this as a screenshot, but I'll read the conversation. You ready? Uh-huh. Him, what are, you, what are you up to right now? So they've already set a date. And this is the conversation that they're having pre-date. 
Him, what are you up to right now? Me, just working. Sorry if I'm slow to respond. Have a lot I'm trying to knock out before end of day. Can totally talk more on our date tonight. I love what she did right there. I love that right. she like made it about the date. Like, hey, uh, uh, happy to talk, but like busy day. Can't wait to see you. Like, I think that's great. He writes, all good. I'm in the same boat. Well, no, you're not, dude. You, you're, you've got time, it seems. Um, and then... <laughs> And then hims. Then he double texts. So, what do you like to do for fun? Are you a sexual person? Oh, okay. Me, haha. Whoa, that escalated quickly. Love her response in that scenario. Him, yeah. I, I, him. I don't like small talk. Hey, me. Uh. That's a bit too, uh, too much, too fast for me. Him. Don't take it so seriously. It's a dating app. Hey. I was super uncomfortable by this and blocked on the app and via text. He then attempted to add me on Snapchat, which I quickly blocked. I did not show up for the scheduled date. Obviously, this guy was a creep, but it made me wonder if I'm out of the loop on an innuendo or the definition of small talk. I see this a lot on guys' dating app profiles, and it is now an automatic dislike after this experience. So what the fuck is small talk? Um, And then they wrote to add on, I have a friend who had a similar experience with a guy who said he was looking for someone, quote unquote, open-minded. She thought it was meant he was super liberal or accepting, but apparently that can be code for interesting kinks, a poly or outside the box sexual stuff. So Corinne Fisher, what do you think of this scenario with small talk and um, and open minded? What do you think? Well, I mean, this is yeah, this is not he this guy is using open minded and, and I don't like small talk as a way to be a sexual predator. So that's mm. uh, definitely not what it means. <laughs> I don't care if like that's innuendo or not. I mean, we shouldn't be using in innuendo or code words on a dating site anyway. Like this isn't grinder or a no. place where all the participants have agreed this is something that's socially acceptable because it's like when the majority agrees on that something is socially acceptable, then that's fine, then it's understood. But this is you're in the minority using this innuendo, I think. I I, I haven't spent a lot of time <coughs> on dating apps, but uh, I mean, small talk to me, the first way I interpreted it was like, eh, this guy doesn't really, really want to hear a lot about your day or you. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, but I, I'm like looking now, I'm like looking at like, up like small talk innuendo. Cause I'm like, maybe I'm just missing something. Have you heard mm. of this? No, no. You know, it's interesting. You bring up small talk, uh, or you bring up grinder in association with like these cues and like, mm-hmm. You know that's because on Grinder and and I'm not I, I'm speaking generally I I'm sure there's danger but I men generally don't think of murder in the equation of their dating scenarios. So yeah, not generally now. Generally don't. So like it's interesting on Grind you, when you talk about like there could be social cue there could be you know code words on Grinder because you know n- number. One on the list isn't this is a stranger who might murder me, you know, like I can defend myself. You know, it is interesting where, you know, it it takes on a different life on, you know, a heterosexual app because you go, yeah, like women are thinking of murder when they're when they're meeting up with people. And that's fucking scary. And this guy isn't thinking of that. He's thinking of how do I cue to people that I want to have sex and I want to like and. To me, what they're doing is the more vague someone is on a dating app, the less mm. they're being honest. To me, these mm-hmm. are 
pieces of cheese that they're leaving out because no small even her her assumption of no small talk is like ooh good he won't text me forever and he'll make a plan and then with her open minded means oh good he's a liberal like no 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 this is all about the penis at the end of the day so so I, I think if you see these things you know, to me, what they're trying to let you know, like to me, they're like kind of subtle traps, to be honest. Right. Well, it's like if it seems too good to be true, it probably is like that's saying I think really work works here. I, mm. w- I was also just furiously like searching on Google to see if there was articles about like what small talk really means on Hinge. And I couldn't <laughs> find one. So I think it's still kind of like an under the radar thing, apparently. Well, um, well, this is also like dating apps are a living, breathing thing. And the reason, you know, your podcast exists, my podcast exists is because it's a brave new world and we're all looking for people to like commiserate with and be like, what is this? Here's what happens. Life is cause and effect. You know, men go on dating apps. They get a lot of matches and then they keep conversations going because they want to keep their options open and they they kind of want to lull you to sleep into thinking that we've gotten to know each other then maybe we can late night hook up so now that happens so now the effect is women say they they loudly say which they should um I hate the, they never make a plan. They're always texting, texting, texting. They never make a plan. So now, right. the, you know, this you creep figures that out. He hears that and he goes, ooh, I can put no small talk so that people know like, like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of a, a, a heightened match. Oh, this guy doesn't text for hours and days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I do think everything this woman did is correct. I love what she did. She stayed fun. She stayed positive. The minute he went to like, don't take it too seriously. It's a dating app. She blocked him, realized this guy wasn't really looking for the same things as her. She even stated, I love that she was like, that's a bit too much too fast for me. She put it in me terms. Like everything she did was correct. I think when you see someone who uses vagaries on their dating app, it's really not someone who's taking dating seriously they're trying to do something else that isn't dating i love that you're like she stayed fun she stayed positive i'm like oh boy (laughs) i don't know if i agree with that i was like i think women tend to tend to say too fun and too positive in situations where they shouldn't um that being said i agree that she handled this uh i was very impressed with how she handled this uh because Sometimes sometimes heterosexual women are just too damn thirsty and it gets uh, us into a lot of predicaments. Oh, like, yeah. It's both not like, safety wise and emotional wise. Totally. It's not like she stayed fun and, and, and happy while on the date with the guy who was like, don't take it so serious. You know, like I'm, I'm happy. She put an end to it, which is good. I, I, yeah, she I, should, I I'm, I'm with... glad she didn't go. But like the, <laughs> the minute the guy went into sexual territory, he was like not I'm like, read the room, bro. It's like, yeah, he, like you might have been able to hook up with her but you would have had to obviously go on the date first and like charm her a little bit like she wasn't she wasn't gonna just like start sexting with you you can, you can <laughs> i don't want to say you could tell the type but I'm like you can you you can figure that out a little bit like as a, as a sexual deviant like i can usually read other sexual deviants of course you have to be careful but well i love that you said read the room she read the room that he was yeah. writing on the walls of which is nice yes. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Are you ready for the conference championships? Turn your team's victory into your own win with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers, bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Wow, people. Illinois listeners, mobile registration is back, and right now you can sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook simply by downloading the app right to your phone. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the action with DraftKings Pools, and everyone can play free all March long for a shot at at over $250,000 in prizes. Now listen. Uh, If you're a sports fan, not a sports fan, I think we're all a fan of winning some moolala. And I will tell you right now, I am a big user of DraftKings Sportsbook. I enjoy it. It takes a game that I didn't care about and it makes it a little bit more fun. So if you're going to a party, if you're hanging out with a guy and you guys are dating and he loves a certain team... Get, and you want to like be a part of that? This is a fun way to be a part of that. If you're, you know, if your brother or sister or mama or papa, anyone is a huge fan of a team, you get to be a fan of them too because you got a little, you know, a chunk of change on the line. So download the draft, and plus we're giving you some 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 money right now. We're giving you two hundred dollars in free bets. That's huge. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JTrain. Bet five dollars on any college hoops team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if they do. I mean, this is better than the bracket that you're filling out and you have no idea about. Throw you put your five dollars here. So if they win, you win with the promo code JTrain this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Twenty one and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. They say the clothes make the man, and it all starts with your footwear. If you don't want to choose between comfort and style, pick Rothy's. Their signature seamless knit design means all their shoes look and feel great right out of the box with no break in period. I can speak to that. I have them. The driver's shoe, I get compliments on anytime I wear them. And they're comfy and they're smart looking and they're young and I and it's just a fantastic if I'm sure the women's shoes are just like the men's shoes as far as comfort is concerned, but I'm going to tell you right now, I love them and I get comments on them all the time. So if you're looking for a gift or you just want to get something for yourself, you may have heard of the Point and the Flat from Rothy's. In fact, People Magazine named the Point the best flat for their first ever style awards in 2021. Oh, that's huge. But Rothy's also makes insanely comfortable sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more. I have the driver's shoe. For men, it is so comfy. The best part is everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. Get both style and comfort this spring with Rothy's. Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash jtrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash jtrain. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Corinne Fisher at philanthropy gal on instagram guys we fucked every week they're they're on the free platforms again so you can get them a week after they come out and our special day that's a special it's on youtube right now let's do this one okay dated and confused a tale of revealing instagram posts okay Jared, been a fan of the live screen in your comedy for a while and thought, who better to dissect a dating situation I found myself in recently? Here's the story. 
coming off of a devastating breakup last year. I met a new guy on Bumble in January 2021. Okay, we are now a year plus from this. Yeah. We tried dating. It didn't feel right to me, so I accidentally blurted to him one night about a month in that I was thinking of ending things. Let me repeat, I was a total mess from the previous breakup. Took it back, and then he ended things. Fair enough. We stopped talking, reconnected a month later, and started hooking up last spring. We proceeded to hook up regularly and act couply all throughout the rest of 2021. I met several of his friends. His family knows about me. I helped decorate his new house. Sometimes I watch his dog. We spent New Year's Eve together. The list goes on. I'm not naive or kidding myself, but I also know this was more than just friends with benefits. We confirmed we both weren't seeing other people, cared about each other, but a relationship this was not. Despite us being in our late thir- or being in our 30s and both saying we want marriage, kids, etc. in the near future. Fast forward to now, so a full year of doing this dumb what are we dance, and I saw him post photos from a friend's wedding on Instagram. He brought another woman as his date, a woman I know he previously had a crush on. He mm. just We just slept together less than two weeks ago. What Oof. gives? Should I say something? If so, what should I say, or should I take this as a sign to cut off all contact and forget he ever existed? Would love to hear your take. Sincerely dated and confused. Corinne Fisher, mm. what do you think? Well, I mean, the minute I heard that she was starting to do like not even I wouldn't even categorize this as as, like girlfriend duties. These were more wife duties, the Mm. washing the dog, the decorating the house without any sort of title or commitment. I was like, you done fucked up, girl. Um, That's one of the (laughs) biggest mistakes that I see people making. I've made it in my youth. Um, It's you can't you can't do if you are looking, obviously, if you want to do those things out of friendship. And I have had friends that I have male friends who I have done those things for. I did them because I was wanted to genuinely help them. But if mm-hmm. you are doing things like that because you think it will make a man like you and make a commitment, you are doing it all wrong. Like, why would he mm-hmm. make a commitment? He's getting everything that he could possibly want from you uh, if he made that commitment without making the commitment. It's like he has a girlfriend who's working for him, who you're you're sleeping with him, you're doing all the things that he, he would want maybe a girlfriend or a wife to do while he's looking for someone else because he's already communicated to you that you, you guys, you know, he doesn't want to make that commitment. So like you can say something, but I think like he was pretty clear about telling you that he didn't want a commitment and then you you were like no i'll change him and like you didn't it's it's you bring up a couple of things that i i want to touch on because i think you're totally right and you know what fucks us are these sayings that become famous so you you basically what you just said is a version of nobody's gonna buy the cow if they can get the milk for free right and and that saying has been vilified you know, mm-hmm. in recent years, you know, and, yeah. and again, life is a pendulum. So, like, I don't think that saying is really great or feels good to hear. And mm-hmm. it often has to do with sexual stuff. Yeah. If we uh, if we updated it to a 2022 version, you, you know, don't make it about sex. Make the cow thing about girlfriend duties or wife duties, as you put them, you know, like, yeah. you know, with the invention of porn and casual sex and living in an era where we're allowed to like kind of like taste the fruits of life, so to speak, that isn't about sex. Maybe back yeah. in the day. And, and so people use that line and they say that's shaming women for being free with their bodies. 
to me, if we updated it for 2022, what you're saying is, you know, nobody's going to, you know, no, nobody's going to like, you know, marry the cleaning lady if they're going to clean the house for free, you know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. you know, I, I don't know. They're, they're, and I don't know if that's the update, but I'm sure there's a fun, a more fun and appropriate update to the saying. But, right. you know, it, it is, you know, you can in that moment, I wrote this down like you. There's a very easy way to look at someone if someone's like, hey, I'm, can you take care of my dog or I'll take care of them it, to say like. Hey, I only take care of my boyfriend's dog. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and that's that's okay. I think that's empowering. I think you can be fucking someone and not take care of their dog. You, you know, you definitely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like those. <laughs> yeah, that. So you know, in that instance, they're getting you know some milk, but like they're not getting the emotional cow. You know, right. like I, I, so I, and I know this is like a bumbling. I'm kind of like coming up with this on the fly, but like. I do agree with you a thousand percent where it's like, hey, what are the things that make me a significant other? And what are the things that make me a hookup? And Mm -hmm. you kind of have to decide that he's never going to decide for you. He's going to keep, you know, if the store's open and you guys aren't chasing people, stealing stuff, he's going to keep taking and taking and taking until you won't let him take anymore. And that sucks. And I'm sorry, but that's just how people work. The other thing that I was going to delve into, and this is a very big thing is when you when 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 women end things and then come back to the guy that mm-hmm. is he, he basically a lot of women hold that against themselves so they don't like to he, this guy is playing by the well you dump me so he gets to be the victim forever so uh, like mm-hmm. you know like he, that to me it, it has it has nodes of that where he's like okay i get to play by the contract that you wrote Mm-hmm. You wrote this contract. You didn't want to see a relationship with me. And then he acts in a relationship with you for a year, but he's holding on to a contract that says, you said you didn't want a relationship. You need to rip up that contract at some point. Right. I think that that to me is like a very important part here. And she's basically sitting there in the old contract of I dumped you because I didn't see a relationship and she's holding it against herself. She's and and the idea of like, just should I just take this as a sign to cut off all contact and forget he ever existed? I don't think that helps you at all. I would dump him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, like, yeah, as opposed to, I think it's always better it, unless it, for some reason, it's like way too painful for you or you're just not there yet. I think it's always good to let people know when you're not going to talk to them, why you're not talking to them anymore. Yes. It, it's, that- it's helpful for both parties. It gives you, you know, it gives, we only, we, we always want more closure than we're going to get in any relationship, but it gives you a little bit of closure. And I think it really gives the other person, you know, notes on how to be better in relationships moving forward. I honestly like that was the impetus for guys we fucked like constructive criticism on me as a girlfriend or person in the dating world listen it, it's tough to hear feedback about ourselves sometimes especially in uh, a vulnerable thing like relationships but I really do think it's like the Girl Scout campfire rule of leaving leaving things cleaner and better than you uh, than you found them. Yeah. So I try to live I, by that if I can. It's it is hard to stick to though. I think it also adds consequence for them. Like, hey, you can't yeah. just walk back over here. I saw a picture. If I were her, I'm sending yeah. a text. It's like I saw a picture of you with someone else at a wedding. Yeah. Um, we've basic. I've been dating you. You can, and I think like putting it in me terms. I've been dating you for a year. Um, right. 
you know, you're in a relationship. It doesn't have to have a label to have a label. Like, I have been dating you for a year. Seeing that hurt me. Yeah. Um, I, I have to move on from you because obviously, and the hardest part about this, and she said that, she's like, we both want kids in marriage. And then you guys are like working out and having a good time. And you're like, well, why? And then he's like, no, you're not the kids or marriage one. And I can understand mm. how that feels horrible. But like, that's the problem with casual dating is right. you have to be face to face with uh, like someone looks at you and is like, yeah, I want to get married. Not to you. You know, right. like, and you gotta yeah. go, Ugh. Uh, J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Corinne Fisher. Go follow Corinne. You're going to be in Fort Collins, Colorado. I'm looking right here, April 15th and 16th. I've heard that's a great club. Everyone should go. If you guys live near Fort Collins, go to Corinne's website, get those tickets at philanthropy gal pandemic killing. Yeah, I heard that club's great pandemic killing the vibe. Okay. Jared and guests feather feather. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping to get some uh, advice around this guy. I've gone out with a couple of times. Boring, I know, but this may this is my query. Well, you know, don't get us too excited about your email. Then. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for this boring email? No, this listen. Your problems are valid here in the J. Right. Well, that's not the way you sell yourself either. Like on <laughs> dates and stuff. Like I'm not great, but I'm okay. Yeah. Right. Like okay. Let's start with a little bit of confidence, lady. Uh, <laughs> This guy matched and I matched on a dating app early 2021, exchanged some messages. Ultimately, he ended up never messaging back in the middle of a chat. So I left the conversation, uh, let the conversation fall into the abyss. Fine. Fast forward to the summer when I joined a co-ed softball team, knowing one other person where he just so happened to be on the team. This is great. It took me a minute to place him. And when I did, I didn't bring up our our previous conversation. I thought he didn't recognize me. We would play together weekly, even when they switched to an indoor format to continue playing uh, during the colder months. I kept my distance and avoided flirting so he wouldn't feel awkward. I don't know. Okay. Um, We eventually had a pretty good banter back and forth, but I thought it was strictly platonic. Then in the winter of 2021, he added... Hold on. Winter of 2021. Okay, so... I thought they were on a Saul summer team. They they met in early 2021, and then they're on the summer team, and then it's well, winter like 2021. Like okay, maybe. To, okay, you're right. He added me on social, and I sent him a message jokingly asking if it was a mistake. We kept the conversation going. I did bring up his dating profile, to which he apologized profusely for ghosting me. I put it in parentheses as I am not sure he did or just wasn't interested in me. I didn't think I needed an apology, but appreciate it nonetheless. He asked me out, and we ended up going on a couple, uh, going out a couple of times. First for a drink, both of us only had one. Ended up talking for six hours. The second wow. with, rest- with restrictions tighter in Canada at the time, we went for a hike, then watched a movie at his place. We certainly got a bit more physical, but he mentioned he was we should wait and get to know each other more before going further. Shortly after, I flew home for Christmas, and we continued messaging regularly. When I returned, I asked him if he wished to get together again, but the COVID restrictions had got uh, actually gotten more severe, and he expressed his concern and preference to wait. Uh, until cases trended downward again, more so out of fear for giving COVID to his family members. I respect that as I think we are all trying to navigate this as best as possible. It's almost three months later. Okay, we jumped ahead. <laughs> he's, he's really taking COVID seriously uh, and we haven't seen each other. 
<laughs> we haven't seen each other since Christmas break. We chat almost daily. He goes to work, the gym, but he says he's not uh, seeing his friends and such. I see he's shared promotion for his uh, this project his team is putting on the in the community and inviting guests. My question is, one, would it be weird for me to attend if he hasn't explicitly explicitly asked me to go? Two, if he's putting this on for the community, is it bizarre we haven't caught up again? I hope he'd let me know if his feelings have changed and he's no longer interested in meeting up. I'm probably reading too much into this, especially with so much free time due to the pandemic, LOL. Any advice and feedback is appreciated to go or not to go. What do you think, Corinne Fisher? So we're now, so we're talking, we're well now into 2022 and he's still using COVID as an excuse. I'm not, I'm not getting this wrong, correct? You're not getting this wrong. It is Canada where, you know, I, I've, kind of heard the mindset is a bit different than here where we're just licking each other in the streets. But I, I do, I do. Um, I, I, we are on the same page as this feels a little, you yeah. sound like, like this listen, feels ridiculous. I, and I agree. Yeah. I have two really, really good Canadian friends who travel back and forth from Canada and the U S semi frequently. So I'm actually pretty mm-hmm. up to date on Canadian uh, mindsets. Uh, uh-huh. they, do, they do not share the Canadian mindset. That's why they're in America. But yeah. uh, um, what? No, I, I hear you. I, I'm with you. Yeah. And um, I, I think, I mean, immediately, like, when when just like that, like, I don't really know anyone, especially not a, like a, a guy who is going to let anything get in the way of sex that long if he really wants to have sex with you. That's the bottom yeah. line. I don't even really know any women who are going to let that many months go by. Um, and especially when you when you see the work. So part one of the question is, should you go to the event? No, no. not unless you want to be labeled <laughs> a psycho or do something psychotic, which I will say I am a fan of. I don't think this person's deserving of it. Every now and then I do love a psycho move, but just know that's putting a nail in the coffin. It does send okay. a strong message, though. <laughs> it sends a strong message, and I am pro-strong message. Um, I've done a co- couple psycho things knowing that they were psycho. What's the um, most psycho thing you've done? Uh, well, let's take a take a because now I'm interested. What is, I let's take a sidebar to the most psycho thing you've done because I I like that you're calling it psycho because I think what, I agree with you. Her her strategy of how do I make this less awkward makes her look crazy. Yeah, you, you know, like <laughs> she's like, oh, it'll be less awkward if I show up to the event that he's been promoting on his social media. No, you're doing that to avoid a tough conversation with him with like, yes. hey, why do you message me every day when I'm trying to go out with you? And, you know, the, the side door is is easier, but it's also the one that makes you really it's not a good move but but what is the most psycho thing you've done Corinne now that I'm on this right well I think I think there's a this is like where we find a really massive double standard because like Mm -hmm. if a guy just shows up or like flies somewhere and meets you like most times we're like oh my god that's so romantic but when a a woman (laughs) does it it's call the police you know well well I I I, I'll I'll give you some I it's like romantic or murderer you know, like, right, right. like, well, like, like the the guy version is like, I think he's cute, so I'm think it's romantic, or I'm right. I have the ick, and this is a murderer who just showed up in my event. Please, someone save me. So I, I it's 100%. not always, you know. No, if you think the guy is hot, obviously, yes, 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 you have to think <laughs> the guy is hot. You have to be into him. Um, it's that's usually like a guy doing something really toxic, and then like they're like, I'm gonna show up, and then everything's gonna be okay. That's kind of usually the path that men take. You're um, right. For women, though, uh, well, one time my 
my my first boyfriend so i met him in college my first serious boyfriend who i dated for five years uh after we broke up i just knew specifically like you always know the next person they're gonna date you know you know the you know who the problem is you always knew mm. know who the person is going to be so he i had an inkling that he was dating this um this woman and he wouldn't uh uh, he wouldn't like tell me and we were still friends and we were still talking and it just really annoyed me. And so I was following him on social media and I saw that he was going to see a specific movie um, okay. and that what area of the neighborhood he was going to be in. So I Googled movie theaters in that neighborhood with that specific movie playing around the time that it looked like he was going. And I waited outside a movie theater for five hours with my arms crossed waiting to confront him and the other woman. <laughs> oh my God. Five hours, five hours. of arm crossing. <laughs> Literally like this the whole time because I was like I was like I don't want him to, him to catch me looking not angry, and then the joke was I ended up like they had gone to something a little bit further upstate like out of the city, because um, he had been in this city but then they left and I was like oh, all that time wasted, but uh, that's one of the more psycho things I've done for sure. You have arm cross sores. Yeah. I'm like, like, <laughs> Why are you? Yeah. You the next day? Did you go to the gym? No, I was just crossing my arms looking angry i was holding tight for five hours i'm very committed <laughs> so for this woman we're saying don't go to the event no. um no and i think you have to you need to unhinge yourself from this guy and what my i think like the the text should be sent directly i we have been texting every day i can't text with someone every day that i'm not seeing if yeah. you want to make a, if you want to make a, if your next, your next text can be a plan for a date and I'd be down or we got to stop this and, and that's it. And, and listen, and if it's COVID related, you can text me when, when you're done with COVID because I'm kind of done on my end. So, and I respect that. Like he's using COVID as a shield for other things. Yes. Yeah. He's using it as a shield. I mean, at this point in, from my female's perspective, I say I would just honestly finish it off in its entirety not even leave that ellipses at the end of it mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. it depends how petty you are though like for someone who has kind of like shown me this level of disinterest or a little bit disrespect too in my opinion i'm kind of just done with them like my my approach to dating is like you want someone to be enthusiastically into yeah. you yeah. and this person is not enthusiastically into you there are ways to show care if he if covid truly was the reason he could do something cool like make a little like movie night box and like send it to your apartment and then you guys could zoom and both eat the same popcorn and snacks at the same time sure. like, there are ways to show you care if if the pandemic was really the reason it's obvious it's not and just like just just say i know what you're doing in it and it doesn't have to be confrontational no just be like listen <coughs> you must have lost interest that and that's fine but i cannot cannot continue to friendship text with someone who i had real feelings for wish you best have a nice yeah, day it, it's completely bizarre to just say covid and then just move on <laughs> with life as if there's no up i need an update like what do you do like it's been since christmas like this is crazy this man is acting like a hotel that doesn't want to pay for housekeeping yeah exactly <laughs> it's insane 
The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Indochino. Whether it's for a pandemic delayed wedding or a rescheduled reunion, now is the time to dress your best. From weddings to work functions to weekends out on the town, it's always the right time to dress to impress, especially in clothes that fit you perfectly. Indochino makes high quality custom fitted suits, shirts, and casual wear, all at a surprisingly affordable price. You can customize everything from suits and shirts to chinos and bomber jackets at prices more affordable than you might expect. Okay, let me just tell you right now. I just went and got a ton of clothes, and I have to say, when something fits, you feel great. And nothing's going to fit you better than made to your body. That's what Indochino's doing. These these will be your favorite items in your closet. For Regardless of what style you get, you're just going to love how you feel wearing something that's made specifically for you. I always talk about t-shirts being too long and too short. I'm a wide-shouldered, short-torsoed man. And something like Indochino, because I got the pants, they're great. I, I wear them all the time. They're great because I just love how I feel in them. Indochino offers completely custom-fitted suits. You know, and I don't know if you're in for suits, shirts, casual wear, and more, but they have everything. And it's surprisingly affordable. Every piece is made to your exact measurements. People, that's what you want. And you can customize every detail online. And the online process is so easy and wonderful. Choose everything about your suit, including the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. You can create a full suit that fits you and your style perfectly. And the best part, Indochino suits start just $429. They start at just $429. And shirts from $79 all with customizations included. This season, dress to impress on every occasion with Indochino. Get $50 off. Any, that's real money, people. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code JTRAIN at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code JTRAIN. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com, JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com here with Corinne Fisher. At Philanthropy Gal, go follow, go follow immediately. Hotel regret, slept with a friend but having feelings for a mutual friend. Okay. Jared Feather Feather, thanks for the laugh over the years. You've been there for me during some tough times. I feel like this is a judgment free zone. So here it goes. It is. We do, no judgment here. We'll make fun of things, but we won't judge. Um, I'm typing this from a hotel room. I slept with a friend. Let's call him Brian. He always had a crush on me, uh, which he's made very known, and he's recently single. He, he recently started reaching out to hang out and made it clear that he wanted to date me, and I told him that I just wanted to be friends. Yet, when I hung out with him, I was sexually attracted. Not sure if it was curiosity or just loneliness, but I had thought uh, about having sex with him and didn't hate the idea. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be awesome if someone's like, yeah, we had sex because I didn't hate the idea? That's a real romantic <laughs> moment. <laughs> However, I knew that I didn't want to date him. Uh, this was purely sexual. We grabbed drinks tonight, and after talking about it, we decided to spend the night together. My dilemma is that I'm not interested in him. I have a crush on a mutual friend of ours, Ralph. <laughs> she really chose some name. Uh, Ralph. <laughs> Can you not you choose a name that's also puking? Um, always have since high school, but I don't think he's interested in me in that way. I've kissed Ralph once, and even though he didn't... Uh, 
He didn't back away. He didn't seem into it either. There's some flirtation when we see each other in flurry DMs, but nothing more. Halfway into having sex with Brian, I felt immense regret and just knew this wasn't for me. I just kept thinking about Ralph and how he would never look at me, especially uh, how he would never look at me, especially now that I've had sex with our mutual friend Brian. Eventually, I told Brian I have feelings for Ralph, and Brian was very understanding about it, and uh, but said he wished I had told him. He said that yeah. he knew Ralph wouldn't date me. He said that he knew Ralph wouldn't date me, knowing that Brian and I had sex. Oh, that's Ooh. he's taking liberties. Um, yeah, that he he's feeling a little hurt. By yeah, this. that's you a can rah. tell. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> that is you're very right he promised to not say anything to anyone about tonight but i know he could easily tell ralph and i can't control that well now he has this like weird power in this thing i i and yeah it's like and it's like nerd power it's like like i got this thing on you and it's the only thing i got in you because you won't date me like I, this feels very high school to me yeah yeah i mean i i i, I never agree with like holding anything especially sexually over other people's heads that being said this woman made a mistake that i see a lot of women make um and it's a mistake that if a man had made it we would be so hurt and we would call that man um toxic and you know emotionally abusive and all these things but i think one thing that we have to remember like you know, in feminism and all these things is that we really do need to treat men, even though it's hard and annoying sometimes, with the same respect that we want in relationships for things to get better. And so, you know, sleeping with someone and not expressing that you're not interested in more than sleeping with them, when you know that they think the world of you, that they have you on a pedestal, that no matter how alluring and intoxicating it is to have someone feel that way about you, even if you don't feel the same way. And it is, it's nice to be liked. It's nice to be adored. It's nice for someone to think you're the best person, but that's where you have to set a boundary for yourself and be like, I can't, I can't do this to this person because it will be hurtful to them and it would hurt me if someone I really, really liked slept with me just because they would be fine with sleeping with me. Like, you can't yeah. do that. We all know, we all, like, ha- like ha- someone having a crush on you is also having power. And I, there's people in my life who I'm like, yeah, I would sleep with them or I would call them and hang out tonight. Um, but I know that they like me a lot more than I like them. And I just have to set that boundary for myself, even if I'm feeling low, even if I could use that boot of you know mm. security and adoration out of respect for them and their feelings you you just can't do it because you're going to get yourself into something really a big predicament like you've gotten yourself into now because uh, you didn't set boundaries for yourself listen i've been her more times than i'd like to admit you know like yeah. i i've been her and you know and and you know these things are emotional bumper cars you know yeah. like and, and so like we're all bumping off of each other and I love what you said. I, I agree with everything you said. Like, you know, men get like, uh, you know, get like women get angry at a lot of men who are like, well, why didn't you tell me before? And they go. And then a lot of these men, they're responsible. Well, I didn't know until afterwards. And like, you know, or I uh, or I didn't get to that point until I've thought about it after the fact. Right. And it's like and listen, I've been that guy, too. Like, I, you know, and it doesn't feel good. I understand how she's feeling completely and it is interesting that she's like i feel even worse because now the the ship of ralph has sailed and it's like it's like i don't think that's necessarily true like i i think she has to separate the two i think like yeah 
it, because you're not a bad person. Like I, no. I can't consider I can't consider her a bad person because I don't want to consider myself a bad person because you know like not a bad person. We've only you made a mistake. I made, I made a mistake too. Yeah, yeah and, and and also it's you know calling it a mistake is like even a little harsh because you deserve to like play out your feelings and see how they feel and then go. Ah, uh, I here's how I feel now. It's different than yesterday. That's okay too. So she writes my question: How do you get over someone that you never dated? Am I an asshole for asking Brian to keep this a secret? Should I tell Ralph how I feel? I know mm. I could be risking losing our friendship if I do, but I think I need him to reject me in order to move on. I'm also unsure if I should see Brian again, especially since we went different. We want different things. I can't help but feel like I'm stopping myself from dating because I have this crush on a friend who probably doesn't even think about me. Sorry for the mm. novel. You're the best. So. I, I I have to say to her, she she makes so many assumptions about other people's feelings right. ahead of her own. Like she never owns her feelings. Like her feelings are valid. I, do, I, 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 like, I like Ralph. I don't want to date Brian. Both are okay. Like I think she has to admit to those things first like and own them. And I think when you look at Brian, the one that you had sex with, you say to him, hey, I'm happy we, I was sexually attracted to you. I'm happy we've hung out. Maybe we need to take a break from this so that we can both get our like feelings straight. I think one thing becomes, you know, goes before the other. I think then you go to Ralph and you go, Ralph, I don't think we can be friends anymore because I have a crush on you. You know, I just want to let you know that. And you're, you, you know, and you have to stop putting, you know, the Hester Prynne Scarlet A on yourself because you had sex with someone that you were attracted to. You, you're allowed to do that. Oh, it happened to be someone he knows. Go fuck yourself. Who cares? And if he has well, a problem with that, toxic. the part that I, but to me, I'm reading it as she's she's more upset that she had sex with Brian, not because of Brian's feelings, but because she thinks she screwed up something with Ralph. Like that's like if the reasoning was that she, you know, thought she might be able to have feelings for Brian, and then the the sex just kind of reinforced that she doesn't. That would I would be more empathetic towards that. I got but, you. Yeah. It's a, it, that's fair. And, and yeah, that's like, well, that's why I'm kind of like asking her to separate the two because, yeah, for sure. it, it, you know, it, right now it's like it's jumbled together and that's, that is more toxic to be like, oh, now I missed out on Ralph. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like it's it, it, sometimes a mess is better when you organize the mess and then you take care of it. Like, I think like, right. like there's an organization thing that could be done. I think like, separating from Brian and also saying to him, I think it'll free her if she's like, you can tell whoever you want. You don't have to keep it a secret. I yeah, like the, I think I think the secret oh, keeping is just like makes things worse. Yeah. Yeah. I own own it. You fuck Brian because you were sexually attractive. Some of that's a little empowering. Yeah, I fucked a guy that yeah. fucking is into me and I was into him. Yeah, it happened. And then Ralph can go. do with that information whatever he does. But I think like then going to Ralph and like saying like I like you. You're cool. And also, I just want you to know, like, I've hooked up with Brian. I don't know if you know that or not. You'll feel better. But I don't know what happens. But, like, you know, you can't have it all. And you're going to learn from this. And maybe you're going to lose, quote, unquote, friendship. I don't think these are your real friends, though. Yeah. I don't think you have a tight relationship with either of these guys. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Corinne Fisher at Philanthropy Gal. Go follow Guys We Fucked on YouTube. That's where you can find the special. It's called Our Special Day. Okay. Corinne, I sent you an email before we got started. You ready to open yes. that up? Yes, okay. I have it right here. It's a little... It, they've organized it professionally. 
but okay. it's lo- it's a little longer. So in the scenarios, because the text comes between the email, as you can see, <clears throat> you be her, I'll be him. Okay, so when we get to the text, we'll 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 role play the text. Okay, ready? Got it. Posting Insta stories for. Let me start again. Posting Insta stories of your dates. Hello, my sister and I listen to your podcast every um, Tuesday. Okay, they've sent this to both of my podcasts, so let's, <laughs> we don't have to do. It. Let me look okay. at. Screenshots. Um, this is a screenshot email posting Insta stories of your dates. I matched with this guy on Hinge. Let's call him Jack. Went on a very fun drinks date five days later following multiple phone calls and sweet texts prior. Okay, so you made a guy on a dating app. Five days later, you guys go on a date. At the time, I thought the phone calls and texts were cute and endearing. These are the texts between date one and two. Okay, so they have date one, and then here's the text in between date one and two. You go ahead. Hey, you. Hey, cutest girl. (laughs) I just woke up from a nap, crying face emoji, laughing face emoji. Um, How are you? So cuddly and rolling around in bed, smiley face. Hi, baby. What are you doing? Hi. Just finished cleaning the kitchen. You? Thinking a shower here in a second. We still shooting for four-ish? So I went on a second day with him five days after the first where we met up at a brewery on a Sunday afternoon. So that was the four-ish. He suggested keeping it low key, wanted to come over, red flag, she writes, when we were talking about meeting up, which I initially agreed to the morning of. But I changed my mind later in the day and instead suggested the brewery date since it was a beautiful day and we were expecting a storm in the next few days. I chose not to interpret his continued push to go back to my place as a red flag. Okay. Can we do 415? Yep. We just doing this or hanging up at the crib after? Ooh, Play, it pushing that. <laughs> Play it by ear. Play it by ear. Chloe gets home tonight, so it depends on that. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> you good with that? Absolutely. See you there. Okay, so the brewery date was fun. I thought we both had a good time. A little PDA, a small bit of kissing occurred. Uh, I had brought my dog with me and when we were wrapping up I told him that I needed to go grocery shopping and wanted to get my dog home first ergo the date was over I Ah. like him but very reasonably was not ready to have sex with him he low key pounded he low key pounded the rest of his beer and we split off from there I felt like he left abruptly so I sent him the following oof can't help but have felt a weird vibe shift at the end of the night wait what what were you feeling it just kind of seemed like you were rushing to get away and not wanting me to touch you. From the bar, you said you felt bad about Bailey, which obvi makes totally makes sense. I feel like I'm clearly super into this, LOL. I don't know. I I get mixed vibes from you, LOL. I think I'm a little reserved often, which can come across as me not being interested, but I am. But I can understand why you thought that. At this point, about 30 minutes after we parted ways, I looked at Jack's Insta stories and it was just a picture of this other girl. My friend's Insta story was queued up next. Let's call her Becca. And it was of and it was of Jack taking shots with that same girl. I texted back, Becca oh. asking if they were on a date. She confirmed I felt that given my ongoing text convos with Jack, it was permissible to me for me to say something. See screenshots. Ha, 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 ha. Bummer you're on another date 30 minutes after we ended ours. Not a cool thing, but I guess you don't owe me anything, but damn. LOL, okay. Wouldn't say either thing was a date today, LOL. Ooh. 
<gasps> Things haven't been particularly romantic. Was thinking you're not feeling it. Ooh, bad. Ah, uh, dude. Ooh, damn. We were kissing throughout the date, so pretty sure that was a date. I'm really hurt by your response and honestly just confused after everything the last few weeks. You've been faking, LOL. These next few texts aren't 100% crucial to read since they're kind of long, but at least read the last sentence because it will tie it all together. Well, I think we got to read it, right? I'm fine with reading it, yeah. Yeah, let's read it. So like your vibe definitely changed all week from t- like talking on the phone and calling each other cute names and wanting to hang out to you being very, very busy. You said so many times you wanted to go out Saturday and didn't hit me up. You talked about wanting to cuddle and kiss all Sunday, and we ended up going out for a beer for 45 minutes. I mean, how am I supposed to feel? I'm not going to fight to be wanted by someone. Does that make sense? I understand where you're coming from, and I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I am a little lost that you didn't communicate that with me and instead gaslit me and were quite honestly mean. How did I gaslight you? Telling me it wasn't a date. Not fair for you to expect me to communicate in a way you want and to not ask questions at all. And clearly you had some frustration with me, so I'd expect someone to bring them to me, not just abruptly down your drink and go on another date. Just was obviously your interest was diminishing. So I just figured it was just like over. I'm not frustrated in the slightest LOL. I mean, it is what it is. It's very interesting that he's saying what her feelings are all the time. It, it, it's I and, yeah, and, the, and these she, LOLs are killing me, too. Yeah. And she's dancing around the true thing, which is. I felt uncomfortable that you kept pushing for me to come to your place because I'm not ready to have sex with you. And it's like, you know, vague, and and I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying vague produces vague. He has the ability to be vague because the door has been open for vague because it's like he, and and, and that's what he's doing, but he he knows what he's doing. Like this guy is being a, he's basically saying you didn't have sex with me. So that means you don't like me. It's like, no, dude, I was on a date with you making out in public. Like, obviously, I'm interested in you. Right. J- but obviously, I, you, you're a little bit, you're a little bit like, your ego's blown because you didn't have sex. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, if you would have asked or paid any attention to body language, I was more interested after our date yesterday. But yeah, I guess that it, was, it is what it is. I'm bummed because I really did like you and my feelings uh, are definitely hurt. And I asked you after our date what was up and you said you were into it too. So I don't get it. I mean, I was, but like you were really distant last week after being the opposite of that leading up to our first date. You told me 10 times you wanted to hang Saturday and ditched me. And body language, we didn't even touch and had one peck, LOL. Like, you seemed into me on our first date and then not really all, at all since, ever since, uh, which is fine. That's dating, I guess. But this is really surprising that you're saying you're into this. I wasn't trying to fuck or anything. Uh, but, like, I was into the idea of being able to cuddle and kiss and hug. Then we just went and got beers at the market instead. Just seemed more friends than anything, so I took it as such. Okay, well, are we at an impasse? You know how I feel. So do you want to call it or start over? 
if you acted like this, uh, if you acted like this, if you acted this week is how you act when you're interested in someone, then it's not for me. Mm. Like, where is this coming from? LOL. You acted so disinterested all week and now all of a sudden you want something. Just don't get you. It's coming is, from me having... Yeah, it's coming from me having been really, really stressed and busy last week with the house stuff and work and also not trying to get ahead of myself and trying to not get too deep too soon. Um, Seeing you yesterday reminded me that I like you and I want to see if this could be something. And then seeing you post another girl pissed me off and I don't want to have to compete with other girls. And I don't want you to ever talk to me like you did yesterday. How did I talk to you? Like, what did I say that was so terrible in your eyes? And like, you ghosted me on Saturday to get blackout with your friends. Like, definitely not into some someone who treats me like that. I know, and I'm sorry that was disrespectful of your time and that I didn't communicate well. I hope you find someone great. LOL, hope you find someone great as well. Right. Following this interaction, I'm absolutely not talking to seeing this guy again. P.S. We did not have hard plans on Saturday. Yeah, we, d- we didn't get the Saturday story. So we aren't getting yeah. the full story. And he seems upset about the Saturday thing. But I don't really trust him with the Saturday information. Like his Saturday is coming after the fact when he went on a date with her Sunday that he didn't seem to mind going on. So. I can't right. really trust his position. P.S. We did not have hard plans on Saturday. I told him I would meet up if I wasn't too drunk because I, and now he's making her getting drunk, using it against her. I mean, this guy is not, not he's not dealing with this great. I had pre-existing plans to go out with friends. I was drunk, which is fine, and made the mature choice to not see him while already intoxicated. But I'm left with some questions. One, if you're actively dating, is it poor form to post Instagram stories with the girl you're going on <laughs> dates with? If you're mutually following other girls you're dating, I mean, this is, this uh, talk about a side note question i don't think that's two i saw red flags early and they gave me pause pet names after the first date and trying to come over after the first date but i went on a second date with him anyway because i really did like him did i give him too much of the benefit of the doubt what do you think corinne okay so now the the posting stories of other <coughs> women that's just talk that that's like classic toxic behavior and i know toxic is overused now but that's that that kind of stuff is what it means it's games it's immature mm-hmm. it's trying to get a rise out of you like i'm sorry i don't like i don't i don't know exactly how old these people are but just like the instagram stories drive me freaking nuts people either read way too much into them or use them yeah. as like targeted attacks just mm-hmm. enough with the instagram stories already <laughs> i know you talk a lot about instagram stories which yes. i love <laughs> um and then the second part of it yeah we we always see red flags and then we choose to ignore them or not and i'm glad that you're calling yourself out on that the pet name after a first date i mean like i have questions about that like did it arise out of like a joke you made on the first date because like that Mm. could be okay um but if it's just a pet name that he made out of you out of nowhere like as if you're his girlfriend that's weird and and creepy um trying to come over after a first date i don't know i mean i don't think that's that obviously it's too much for you but like for me like i would sleep with someone on a first date and have many times and those people have become my boyfriend but that's just me and you have different paces for sexuality well it's Um, all it's sorry to interrupt but it's also him going like you know asking to come over is like oh no okay checking the line yeah seeing where it is and i and like i totally agree with you it's like the story thing is 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 evidence. It's not. Right. It's it's evidence of of this guy. It, it just proves the point of like don't go back to this guy. But right. the idea that like 
we all see red flags along the way and then we go I, 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 and then we're proved right or wrong, you know, right. and you were proved right. This guy is not the guy, you know, this guy, um, I mean, his, his, and, and I think the, I don't think she made any mistakes to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I think the only mistake is like spending any more time thinking about this guy. Yeah. The, the thing that bothers me the most about this exchange is I I don't like the way he's talking to you and I don't like the no. way he's treating you. You're you're learning very quickly that this is how someone acts when things don't go their way mm. and it's very childlike and and like a, a borderline a little bit emotionally abusive. Um and so to me it's like you've gotten all the information you need to know about this person and just be I don't know be glad that you've dodged a bullet yeah. and got out of this quickly it- and didn't waste too much time on this guy. Totally agree. And I, I think like the one, you know, feedback, if we look back at this is like, it is again, it seemed like you were really pushing for this cuddles. Like if we take him at his word, he just wanted to cuddle. Okay, dude, you got really fucking angry about not being able to cuddle with me. Okay. <laughs> like you got an you amount of angry. Yeah. <laughs> like you got like a amount of defensive and amount you me saying I'm not cuddling men. I don't like you forever and going on a brewery date like dude, you, you know, so and I think it's OK to be straight up with people and give them retribution. Hey, every time you push for me to come over, I feel uncomfortable. I'm not ready yeah. for that. That's not how I move yeah. forward. And, you know, and and I think if he had had to respond to that. I don't know if he'd be different. He'd probably find another way to be an asshole like he was here. But right. it, it would I think it would take less text to get there. There would be no discussion. Oh, and also something interesting I found was I feel like that 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 the woman, the writer, you you were already like as far as like he, he said, you seem distant. You probably did because I think mm. you already knew it wasn't good. Like to me, when I saw that she brought her dog with her to the yeah. brewery date, she didn't bring her dog because she wanted to bring her dog. She brought her dog because she wanted an out. That's the same as telling your friend to call you an hour into the date. So you went in already uncomfortable, already a little bit pushed back, which is fine. And like safety first, for sure. I'm a big advocate for um, being safe and having a, an out if you're not good at like, I don't usually need an out because I'm like, it's just a straight up cunt. And I'll be like, I'm leaving now. <laughs> peace. But most most well, people aren't that abrasive. I'll um, say this. So I'll good s- on you. Yeah, that tells you something about yourself. Like if you feel like you need to bring your dog to get out of a date, like what? That's not a good well, sign. And also, if I was on a date with someone where they're like, hey, I brought my dog because you have been um, very persistent about me coming over. I And if I really wanted to date someone and I wasn't there to like, you know, get my cuddles in, I'd be like, yeah. whoa, I am so sorry. Let me reestablish where we stand. Like, right. you know, it would be a reset for me. And it's like, like. The people that want to date you don't want to hear that you someone brought an out because they were afraid of you. So, <laughs> you know, if you say that to them before, hey, you know, I'm actually thinking of bringing my dog because, or maybe you don't go on the date at all. But I, I don't fault her for how she played this at all. Yeah, no, Jay- I mean, I, I just, I just, I, I, this, I, no, no problem with how she played it, but at this <laughs> point, just you've enough is enough i think that's what we find ourselves we find ourselves like grasping at these like little breadcrumbs that people leave for us and it's just like you're gonna go through a lot of guys like this and it's okay it's just what dating is but we don't need to waste our time on it 
you'll find someone else on Hinge that likes to go to a brewery. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Corinne, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was so fun. Always a pleasure. And Always. Uh, yeah, and I, I'm excited for the listeners. I'm excited. We, I, Jared can see me, but I can't see him. So <laughs> if I have like a lazy eye or if I'm like looking off into space at any point, that's why. You're fantastic. Um, yeah, we, we have some tech di- difficulties, but we we made it through. So, uh, and Corinne, no you're great. Fantastic. Uh, everyone go follow Corinne at Philanthropy Gal. Uh, Guys We Fucked is the podcast you know and love. And our special day is on YouTube right now. Watch it. Make it a date night. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Back next episode. Boom.